that metal interview. A progressive metal band mixed with black metal and some beautiful melodies. Melodic progressions on the guitar with actual singing, awesome vocals going into black metal screams and growls. You get the sounds of Borknagar fronted by Oystein Garns Brunn. This guy formed the band back in 95 after he wasn't very happy with the previous band, Molested, according to the internet, of course. I wasn't there, but that's a story. And uh, we have the, an interview. We have uh, a little bit of time here as we talk to the frontman, Oystein Brunn. He speaks of uh, the ongoing problem with the coronavirus, uh, a, pending, a pending tour, U.S. tour they had in the United States, of course. And he speaks of the band's latest album, True North, which you guys have to check out. 11 tracks, 11 awesome tracks, man. I checked out the album. I've always been a fan of all their stuff. Uh, from Thunderous to Up North, track number four, Lights, Mount Rapture, Title, Voices, Wildfather's Heart demo. The whole, the whole CD, the whole album, 11 track album, True North. You guys gotta check it out, download it, stream it. Bort Nagar. And before we head into the interview, I'd like to thank you guys for subscribing to our website, jrocksmetalzone.com. Uh, thank you for subscribing to our YouTube channel. Thank you for all the social media support. We appreciate it. Thank you on behalf of myself, James. And that metal interview now presents to you Oystein Garnsbrunn of Borknagar. Enjoy. Let's start off with the latest album, True North. For us curious people, uh, can you take us through the, the writing process? What went on uh, behind uh, True North? Uh, how do you guys uh, start the process? Well, it's, um, you know, we never really stopped, I would say. <laughs> I guess I started to write music when I was like 19 or 18, or even before like 16 or something, when I started my first project and stuff. So, um, you know, I kind of always was music in a sense. I, I, I don't really, you know, at, at this point in my career, I, I really don't you know, have any start or ending point, really. It's, it's just, you know... I spend all my time in my studio nowadays, basically, I'm, I'm pretty much no social, social, social life, you know, I'm, I'm kind of always in the music, in a sense, so, yeah, I do my thing, and, and, um, and by now I have a kind of a high-end studio here in my backyard, um, with all the equipment I need and all that, to also do other production, and do my own stuff, and, you know, basically live and breathe music. So, so uh, you know, I kind of, um, some of the material from uh, True North was, you know, some of the ideas was already there. We already had some, you know, I would say the last three albums, in a sense, was written kind of continuously, in a sense, at least from my perspective, at least my songs on this album. Uh, so, so, but there is a couple, of course. I mean, for example, when, when, um, just when, when, with the previous album came out, my, 
and my my father passed away, and you know, there was kind of a, we didn't know, you know, we, we still don't know why he died, and, and there was a kind of a shock to the family, and you know, of course that includes me. He was my father and my, you know, my idol and my everything in life basically. Without, of course, my wife and my kids, though. But but you know, some of the one of the closest person in my life, um, and, and and that was tough. That was really tough. So I remember I kind of sat down when. I was bouncing back and forth to the hospital. Uh, he was on intensive care at some point. And, and, and uh, my way of steaming out was really to, to just, you know, jump back in the studio, bring on the guitar and just, you know, play something, do something, right. you know, all the emotions, all the... So that turned out to be the the, 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 the song in the middle kind of thing, you know, this, this uh, White Father's Heart song. Um, and of course, I would say that, you know, um, even though some of the songs that um, on the album was written, you know, quite some years ago now, uh, I would say... Um, uh, about 2016, that, that album, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the 2016 album. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, you know, even though you know, as I said before, I kind of, was, I kind of, I always have some ideas. I always have riffs lying around. I always have some, you know, scratches, some songs on the hard disk somewhere, you know, and stuff. So I kind of always make music. But of course, after this incident, after this, this, uh, this, my father passing away, and the whole cycle with 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 twice and stuff. Of course, the whole, you know, life caused the music in my, uh, in a sense, you know, even though. The basics of some of the songs was already read and read and written and even recorded. I would say that you know all these things that happened in life at that point. Um, it has the music. I would say made made some color to it, made some some nuances to it. You understand? And and for, you know for, for me that's very important. I mean. It doesn't really matter to me how I make the song, how the idea came, how I came up with this and that idea or if or whatever, you know. But it, for me, it's, it's, I always try to strive for uh, what just the music to be, to be real, to be honest, to be, to be me in a sense. Not just me, you know, but, but, but the band, the, the, the spirit of the band in a sense. Um, so, so I think that we, we in, 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 uh, in, uh, in for me, in a very special way this time around, which we lost, we, we came um, to a point where we wanted to, you know, the earlier albums, we, we was a little bit more, at least in the lyrical sense, was more kind of philosophic, you know, working, you know, being more cloudy, so to speak, in a sense. Mm-hmm. But on this album, I wanted to, in our way, though, of course, to, to get closer to, to real life, in a sense, to, to real emotions, to real things, to real... Nature, you know, that's why we, for example, have this uh, this mountain of the cover. We just want to, you know, this time we don't want any, you know, Photoshop, you know, all this, this flashy thing. We, we wanted something real, something you can walk on, you can basically see for yourself if you, if you stand on the same spot. So, I would say the idea behind this album was very, uh, had a very kind of touch of, of realism in our hands. And, and to me, it's a very personal album. I mean, all the albums is very personal, uh, of course, because, you know, we spent so much time working on it and all that stuff. But, but uh, you know, especially through North, that, um, that was a very personal appeal, I think, for all of us, really, because we went through some changes. And, and you know, it's not me, just me that had the tough times when, you know, doing this, 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 this album. You know, some of the other guys also had some, you know, family issues and stuff like that going on. So. I think it's the album that we have gone through the career that is more 
Right. You guys do a great job with uh, all the albums. You guys are uh, great musicians, great artists, great songwriters. To me, that's all. They're all good albums to me. Oh, thank you, man. That's, that's um, awesome. Yeah. Any regrets on this latest album? Anything you would change on True North? There's something looking back, you know. No, I, you know, I, I you know, it's, it's quite a lot of, you know, quite a, many, you know, many albums since I forgot, to, you know, stop doing stuff like that. You know, I, I, you know, I've been in the business since I was, yeah, sixteen or something. At least now, like I don't know altogether, like six years, six decades or something. So, so I kind of, I, I stopped doing that at some point because it doesn't make any sense uh, even thinking about it because. It's, it's, you know, for me, it's, again, back to this idea about realism, about, about mirroring the real life. I, I want to be, I want each and every album to be a capture of, of time. I want to know a statement of the, the time it was actually done. So, no, I, I don't think so. I mean, I've tried to listen to it. I mean, I've listened to it many times, of course, but, but I mean, you know, there is nothing that pops, you know, jumps out on me and, you know, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> why did I do this and why did I do this? Right. No, not really. I leave it, really leave it like this. I, I kind of, uh, I always, especially for the last five records or something, I always, you know, work intensely with the album uh, over usually a year or something like that, doing all the pre-production, the, the, you know, all the stuff, going to studio, mastering, mixing, and listening to the album like thousands of times, I guess. And yeah. I kind of, when, when I'm done with it, I kind of just put it aside for a month or two, and I, I kind of, I can't take it anymore. Um, it, it's, you know, kind of exhausted, just, you know, I, I need just, you know, then I may, might pick it back uh, and I'll listen to it after a couple of months, and it, yeah, this is kind of cool, this something right here. So, so um, no, I, I mean, uh, no, I, was, I kind of just do it. Uh, I, I don't reflect too much about it. I mean, maybe that's something that comes with age, I don't know, but maybe it's a mixture between, you know, you have, after all these years, you have the, the, uh, the security in myself as a musician. I don't know, you, you know, you don't really care too much, to be honest. Uh, you know, you, you just want to do what you want and release the album, and, and, and once you're done, it's done, and once it's out, once it's released, you know, there isn't much I can do with it. I mean, that's it. That's what we've done. And, and yeah, so, so and that's it, basically. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> you guys are kicking off a, a U.S.-Canada tour shortly here on March 19th, right? Any, yeah. Any, I mean, any fears of the of the coronavirus going around? Any fears of cancellations or anything like that? Yeah, I was waiting for the question, to be honest. Uh, I mean, today, I, I think at this point, unfortunately, I can't say much. But um, today has been chaos. Um, there has been phones all the day. And, you know, it's crazy. It's, it's a nightmare, to be honest. Yeah. Um, at this point, I don't know what's happening, really. I don't know what's happening. Um, in the worst case scenario, my answer is that uh, we'll, we'll make sure to, to get back. But, but just now, it doesn't look good at all, to be honest. Um, because it's, um, I can't leave Norway. It's pretty simple. I can't leave. I'm not allowed to leave even my town now. Really? So, so uh, and the same goes for the rest of the guys. So, so we... Yeah, 
It's a nightmare. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, uh, it's of course, it's because we have lost so much. We have spent quite a lot of money, you know, with the work visas and visas and, you know, all this stuff. And, and, you know, touring in Europe is complicated. One thing is doing Europe and all that because we have done that so many times. You can go and you don't need to do anything special, really. Only when we have some slides on work. But in the U.S., you know, we have the whole procedure, you know, with visas, work visas, we have tax, we have to get your social security numbers, you name it. It's a big, big project. It's almost like a moon landing for a European band to go to the U.S. of, of you know, various reasons. Uh, so, we, and we have, of course, most importantly, we are really, really looking forward to it. But just now, it doesn't look good, I have to be honest about it. I, I'm not sure it's just now. What's happening? Um, uh, really, we are just, you know, fussed about the situation and stress, and uh, it was not, you know, I'm, 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 but, but the case is that um, we can fly. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So, so we'll, I guess, hopefully, uh, during, yeah, tonight or tomorrow or something, we know a little bit more what, what, what will happen with everything. So, um, yeah, well, that's also I can give you. Us metal fans are hoping for the best. We hope everything is a green light, everything's a go. So, but uh, best, best yeah, we really, really hope so as well. We really hope so as well. But, but uh, it seems like, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, uh, might, yeah, might be a delay or something. I, you know, I really don't know I mean, what to answer on it really because we, we don't know, nobody knows right now. Um, but, but the situation is, is um, It's just a nightmare here for, for everybody. Yeah, it is. I mean, we are basically everybody in the same boat, I think. I, I see that a lot of course festivals now it's cancelled all over the place. And, and, you know, if there is nothing, I mean, usually when things like, you know, fuck up with touring and festival happens, there is a easy way around. You can book another flight so you can travel, you know, another way or something like that. But, but, uh, but this time around, it's... Um, On a different subject, for the fans that don't know, what is Cronian? Can you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a project. Um, you know, it's, it's me and Andreas, the previous vocalist of the band, uh, Bochner, that, uh, you know, we, back in the day, actually, that was when we met back in, what was it, like, 99 or something like that, we there was no, never really an, an, any kind of plan or something that we should join Bokhner uh, in, in, in the band Bokhner. But we kind of, we left, we hooked up in Bergen and, you know, had a weekend and, you know, we both clubs and all that and had, you know, talking music and all stuff. So we eventually, I remember back in the day, we even at that point talked about doing something together, musically speaking. 
And then, you know, the history, um, and he joined the book uh, because he needed a vocalist and he, he did a big job, Glory Gibbs, and all that. Uh, so, so, yeah, that happened. And then, then after some years, we kind of started to fool around with this musical idea that we had, just me and him, because we shared so many different musical wishes that, you know, we wanted to do somewhere, you know. We're going to say we, there was something we wanted to do together in mean, musical terms. We both share the same you know, wish for, for movie scores, uh, or, you know, long passion for, for movie scores. We, we had a wanted to do kind of a very kind of cinematic kind of natural music in a sense, not with the opera or anything like that kind of piece of stuff. But we wanted to do something a little bit dark and you know, yeah. do our own twist of it. And, and, that kind of turned out to be Cronian, and, and the whole idea with Cronian for us was basically, and still is, uh, to have kind of a musical playground uh, where we, there is no kind of a new commercial interest involved with deadlines and all that shit. Uh, we can do everything in our own pace, um, and we kind of just do it when we feel like doing it. We don't, any, we don't kind of follow any pressure on it, so speak. Uh, we, we, we kind of just do it when... Yeah, let's do something. We feel yeah. like doing something. Uh-huh. And, you know, like, you know, in a sense, a musical outlet. Uh, uh, because, you know, you know, both me and him, I, I'm not sure right now how much active he is in the station now. Uh, but, but, but back then, you know, we were quite busy with, with Boca, which is, is um, even bigger now, even, you know, in terms of being more like a, a big um, bigger machinery in a sense you know there is obligation there is contrast with labels involved there is you know all this that makes things a bit more business like in a sense mm-hmm. which is necessarily not a bad thing of course but, yeah. uh, but you know we wanted to, to, to kind of cherish this free spirit a little bit just to be outside everything and do something on, on the side of everything and have a musical outlet that doesn't really, you know, have any obligations anywhere. Uh-huh. <laughs> and that's it, basically. So yeah. it's a very kind of atmospheric um, music, I would say, cinematic music, in a sense, I would say. It's dark, quite dark, quite kind of, kind of pessimistic. It's kind of, at least the last album deals a lot with basically what we see today, you know. The, the, the whole world is degrading, you know either it's viruses or, or, or pollution or whatever, you know, it's, it's, it's um, obvious that, you know, we are not running this shift in the right direction, so to speak. Um, so, so that's kind of more, I mean, kind of also, you know, in, in Bosnia we always try to keep, you know, politics or religions or whatever, you know, matters like that outside the, the, the framework of, 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 of the band. Um, but, but with Cronia, we wanted more like also to, you know, think something from time to time, to be a little bit more on, 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 on not critical to society or any kind of, not, not everything Greenpeace project or anything like that, but we, we had more of an opinion maybe on with Cronia and allow ourselves to be more, more um, dealing with um, real time matters in a sense. Well, Bokhnal, on the other hand, is more like the more existential, a bit more philosophic, in a sense. I would have a different angle of things, a different scope of things. Uh-huh. So it's, it's, it's um, you know, it might be a little bit familiar and the same kind of, I don't know, experimental yeah. progressive yeah. direction, in a sense. And, and of course, we share some of the same musical, you know, whatever, but 
but musically and, 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 and lyrically, it's, it's quite different. Yeah. I like the way it sounds. I like what it is. I like Cronian for people that don't know about it. You guys should check it out for real. Good stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really proud. I mean, I've done a lot of albums. And, and I, I think the latest Cronian album, to be honest, uh, is um, LSM. It's called LSM. And personally speaking, just, you know, me as a musician, I'm, I'm that. You know, there is definitely a few things that would change on that album because of yeah, well, that's, well, that's a couple of other things. But that said, I, musically speaking, I'm, I'm very happy with that album. And it's, you know, it's, it's something with that album that, to me, is very, I don't know, I just love it yeah. myself. <laughs> I love the album. What's your best, what's your best gig and what's your worst gig? the worst one though I, I can remember that one I remember it was supposed to a long time ago we, we did a tour with Cradle of Filth and Nick uh, of Death in, in, in what was it 98 or something awesome and you know that, at that point in time Cradle of Filth and also Nick of Death was quite huge so we played on quite huge venues and stuff and I remember the first one was I think it was, was in Amsterdam or something, Brussels uh, or Amsterdam or in the Netherlands or, or in, in that area. Huge venue. And I remember because of different reasons we had to, to hire a, a stand-in drummer from England, from Iron Monkey. And he was a really cool guy and a great drummer and all that. But I remember for some reason he started, <laughs> he started to play the songs when we started on the first song. He, he played there. Yeah. He um, slowed down the tempo to this double slow tempo kind of thing. Oh, really? Uh, so instead of playing the songs in the normal tempo, we played like all of a sudden we were fast. Seriously, doing that. <laughs> Everything was slower, yeah. Yeah, it was really, really, really slow. And I remember I just, at some point, we just had to, had to leave the stage, and that was embarrassing, and that was, you know, being on the first big tour with big bands and a big audience, and you walk on stage, huge stage, and then you kind of, okay, let's be tough and play metal. So these guys, you kind of, everything just crashes, so, wow. you know. That was, that was bad, that was horrible. I remember I had problems <laughs> with that afterwards. What the fuck? What a nightmare. Uh, yeah, what a nightmare. I, I still dream about that. <laughs> 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 uh, on the other side, you know, uh, when it comes to good shows, I, you know, there is so many. I mean, Lin, Lin, uh, and, and especially the last couple of years, because, you know, we, you know the, the albums have we have done the last couple of years, have done pretty well. And with the prize, for example, doing with the prize, like people usually go nuts on that song. Um, so there's so many, but I remember we played in, in, in um, we did a song from American tour, uh, we played in Santiago, I think it was, yeah it was, and, and um, quite literally, the people were shouting so loud, um, there was some, I remember we played, I think it was Ocean Drive, uh, quite old song that we have, and, and, and there was, like, in the next question, there is a, uh, Quite kind of dogly, just so clean guitars and stuff, like mellow parts. And the, the audience was, was, you know, screaming and shouting and singing so loud that we wasn't able to continue playing the song because we couldn't smell our damn shit. Oh, really? You know, that was crazy. That, that, was, that was so intense, in a positive sense, of course. I mean, that was just insane. Wow. You know, that was just stop the 
off and we had, you know, we got the Chilean flag up on stage and, you know, waving the flag and, you know, there was, you know, there was such a bonding between us as a band and, and, and the audience as the audience that was, you know, there, I've never... You know, I've experienced a lot of those things, of course, and I mean, people, you know, being crazy and, and muskets and all that, you know, and it's awesome each time, but, but just that concert was wow. extremely intense. Oh. It was just uh, um, very special. Um, what a feeling. I can imagine the feelings. Wow. Yeah, it, it, you know, it, 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 it's feeling, it, you know, you get some, you know, you get just that goose box being on stage, like, what the, it, it's crazy, and, you know, it, it, it's almost like all the stuff, you know, is aligned, and everything is perfect, but, you know, it, it, you get the sensation of, you know, being in, in the center of everything, you know, in the sense. Um, it, 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 it's crazy, it's crazy, and it, it, it just sounds overwhelming. You can't really understand it. And, you know, go home back home to my, you know, house, to my, my family and house and daily, daily life. And it's like thinking back on things like that. It's pretty crazy. And, and, and you know, I feel more privileged because, you know, not a lot of people is able to experience that kind of stuff, to be honest. I mean, it, it's insane. That's crazy. In a good It's crazy, but, uh, crazy, but, crazy. Yeah, it's, but it's kind of, to me, it's still, you know, I'm always, done, I mean, I, I won't, I've done this all my life. I'm, one of the things that fascinates me is the more I kind of grow into this and more I do this, and I tend to do it for the rest of my life, basically, as long as my, my hobbies, so to speak. But yeah. is that how, how powerful music is, in a sense? I mean, yeah. it's crazy. I mean, we, we you know, I, I sit here in my studio, which, where I'm sitting now and talking to you, and making my music, have my guitar on my wall in my studio and playing some riffs and making some stuff, you know. And, and um, yeah, you have the whole process of, you know, I tend to kind of, when I walk in the album, I kind of disconnect from, from the world in a sense. I kind of establish my own bubble. I don't want to be disturbed in this bubble. I don't answer mails from the label when I write the songs, for example. I don't, and the people that normally know that those things, when I'm writing, people don't disturb me, kind of. They kind of wish me by the I will stop that. So I kind of, I am kind of nerding my own thing in my studio, doing my own stuff, and then we kind of, yeah, I'll do the whole process of releasing the album and starting to do some interviews. But, and then we kind of get some sensation, okay, the album is out, and we get a lot of interviews and feedback and reviews and links and people stuff, you know, messages on phone, you know, what not. But when you actually go out doing live shows, like I told you about with this Canadian in Santiago, it's like, you know, that's for a first time you completely understand the power of music in a sense, how, how powerful this stuff is. Yeah, very powerful. I mean, it, 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 it's how you can, you know, across borders, across, you know, different cultures, you know, you know, because still we talk the same language, we feel like a brotherhood. There, there is like you know a unified force in music that I would say you don't find anywhere else. I mean, you have sports like football, for example, but yeah. still you have two, you have two teams fighting each other, and you probably have had you know fans on each side. You know, in, you know, we have the best team and all that stuff. And of course, that's also true, but, but the music is unifying. I mean, as an example, we had, you know, we have one of the biggest Latin festivals in Germany. They're not in Latin festivals, they're like, oh, yeah. Times, 
And it's insanely big. I mean, it's like 120,000 people on, uh, on, on uh, yeah, it's a big field, of course. But I mean, it's a lot of people on one place. That's crazy. Incredibly, yeah. There was no violence. There was nothing going on. No ways. There was nothing going on. Really? I mean, there might be, have to be some, you know, incidents, of course, but compared to the rest of the world, in a sense, and compared to if you had, um, yeah, whatever. I mean, there is no, usually no problems on this record. That also says a lot to me. I mean, I mean there is basically it's just gospel vibes. Music makes a ton of much gospel vibes and vibes. Uh, uh, yeah, Vakan No, yeah. It's a very uh, famous, famous uh, festival known worldwide. That's a huge, it's an honor just to be there, you know. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's, it's crazy big. It's, it's, um, it's so cool atmosphere, and it's kind of, each and every time you play there or it's around, it's, it's so cool. I mean, the atmosphere. The audience, there is no problems. I mean, there is, you know, there is no bad lives. <laughs> yeah. And I know people at work, what that festival, you know, I'm employees of the Walking Festival. I know it's a good friends of mine. Oh, really? They tell me that there is, there is really no problems. I mean, there is, of course, there are problems. It's just, you know, toilets being full, uh, yeah. sometimes it's gathering because the rain starts and, there, you know, you get the mud going and, yeah. you know, things like that. But, but there is no bad lives, that's my point. There is really, no bad vibes. Wow. There is no kind of violence. There is no none of that really. And that's that's quite crazy when you have like hundred and twenty people gathered on a relatively small field actually. To me as a metalhead, as a metal fan, it's it's awesome to hear uh, that there's such a big festival in this world full of metalheads mm -hmm. without causing problems. Wow. Yeah really, I think that's serious. I mean you can ask everybody you want that you know you know most What is the future of the band after the tour, whether the tour goes on or not? What's coming up next for Borgnagar? Yeah, well, the depends on the virus, if we got to survive the virus. <laughs> <laughs> right. We'll see about that first, though. And uh, to be back to the of course, uh, of course, the whole new ass tour now is a energy project for us. And, and as I said, we really don't know what, what happens to this. Yeah. Whatever happens, we're going to go to the US. I mean, we, we are both with my guys today, and, and whatever happens, we are coming back at some point. That's good news right there. But, but, yeah, but, but, um, yeah, we have uh, pretty much if we are lined up, of course, again, depending on the virus, because we know that the festival is in Europe starting May, about May, and we have a first go in Denmark, I think, in May, so that's a little bit wow, scary, because, you know, until now, there is a lockdown till in Norway, at least, for a month, and it's there, that's 
for the best in my case and er- everybody's case I guess we hope for the best you know
life so do you want to send a message to your fans anything you want to say to your fans listening to this podcast yeah i mean uh, i would like to thank everybody for support of education two years i mean we have a really i'm really proud of the, you know the, all the fans we, we have all the fans we have got to the music and everything and, and, and especially these days i would like to thank everybody for the support and understanding for you know Well, we thank you for your time. Thank you, Austin. Appreciate the time and uh, thank you for the information, the news on the band and this and that. We appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for supporting everything. And I have a really nice day. Awesome stories. We hope you guys enjoyed all those stories from the frontman legend of Borknagar, Austin. We thank Austin, of course. Thank you for making time to talk to us here at That Metal Interview Podcast with me, James. We truly appreciate it. We appreciate you guys, all the fans. So, social media, YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget. Uh, don't forget to pick up True North, Bork Nagar. Uh, stream all their albums. Check it out. They're all badass. If you're looking for progressive metal with awesome vocals, if you're looking for black metal with awesome vocals, and badass guitar progressions, beautiful medleys on the guitars and this and that. Check it out, man. Borkengar. B-O-R-K-N-A-G-A-R. Century Media Records. And my name is James. On behalf of everybody here at That Metal Interview Podcast, thank you. And don't forget to keep it metal. That middle interview.